What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Legion of Impact, where we bring you tactical insights and ideas and meaningful conversations to help you live better, be better, and uh, perform better in your life and business. Um, my name is Anthony. I am the host of this podcast, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Avery. Um, and today, we are going to uh, be talking about brand building um, for your business and uh, whatever kind of endeavor that you want to uh, pursue. Um, we believe that brand is everything. Um, it is your reputation, right? And so uh, we we just thought that we'd give some tips and tricks and kind of how we have built our brand for the most part. Um, yep. But just as a little uh, admin here, um, we are both in our home offices. So if you hear uh you know some ruckus going on um outside dogs, of our kids. office dogs kids whatever um that is why so we apologize for that but just so you know that's where we are um but uh anyway what's going on with you Avery anything new no man stoked for the um agreement that we had uh with our other business yep. um that's uh pretty fucking cool that's our first contract why don't you uh, why don't you tell the the great people of um the legion about that business yeah so we started a cleaning business um it was uh created and or actually it was started earlier than necessary than we necessarily wanted it to uh because um i just i was creating facebook and whatnot and somebody found the facebook page and reached out and I had a phone number. I was one of the few that had a phone number. Uh, and she called, we went, we did our walkthrough and, um, we are going to be doing some weekly cleanings, uh, at it's a uh, manufacturing facility. <clears throat> um, very cool place, but it is super fucking dirty. So it's going to take some work and very, um, big. and it's very big. And so we were intimidated by the job initially because we had like, she called and we had nothing ready. And then it was like that day, let's get our insurance. Let's, uh, let's, you know, figure this fuck out. Which so, is insurance is actually a lot cheaper than we thought it was going to be, or at yeah. least than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more yeah. than that. Um, I thought it was really, going to be a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really not that expensive. Um, so it's, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised with that. Of course we have, uh, a homie that, you know, can hooks, he, he hooks up that service there. Um, yep. I'm not talking about discounts and stuff. I'm just talking about, he, he does a good job for it, you know? Well, and um, he was able to get it done fast. Right. Yeah. Very quickly. It was literally done what within less than a day. Yeah. Right. Less mm -hmm. than 24 hour turnaround basically. So yeah, it was like 12 or 16. Yep. So when, when you're, you know, when you're on a time crunch for, you need insurance because you just got a job much faster than you were anticipating. And you don't have insurance yet. That's important. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, it's, it's very good to helpful. Have those. Yeah. Yeah. We were able to go into that job and tell them that we are fully insured. Um, they have nothing to worry about. And um, yeah. So we found out today that they accepted our quote, our uh, our estimate. Um, we do have some fine tuning that we have to do for the the one time deep clean because the place is nasty. So we got some fine tuning there, uh, negotiations and whatnot. But um, We'll uh we'll see how that goes. Uh we have a meeting tomorrow at two with them. Yep. So and so guys, just just so you understand kind of the conception of this business, we have 
a uncle um, who he and his, uh, what are they? Are they engaged? They're engaged. Well, they're like domestic partnership. We'll, yeah. we'll call it a domestic partnership. They, uh, they run a business um, that it's a cleaning business and they do very, very well. It's very lucrative for them. And, um, you know, they're to the point where they have multiple employees doing it for them. Um, and they really don't have to clean that much, right, Avery? They don't have to do it themselves. Yeah, they have a lot of employees. So ideally, the goal is to automate and to actually hire either part-timers or full-timers and, you know, become an employer. And when when you become an employer, you're doing more than just, it's not, you're not really in it to make money at that point. You're in it to help your employees change their lives, right? And give them an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, you're setting yourself up for financial success in the future. And of course, you're kind of getting out of that day to day grind as far as physically going and working and, and, you know, doing um, what you had to do when you first started the business. But uh, it is a different kind of grind. Um, and, yeah. you know, just trying to provide for your employees and trying to make sure that your clients are serviced well. And, um, so on and so forth. It's just different. Yeah. And I mean the, but the, I guess my point is the, the monetary side of it, right. The payout of it, um, financial success, if you will, is a byproduct of doing the right things and the right things are taking care of your clients and first and foremost, though, taking care of your employees, right. Yep. And if you have happy employees, they'll take care of your clients for you. And yep. so, um, you know, so that the financial aspect is a byproduct of really being a good leader or having good leaders in the organization to be able to push that forward. Um, right. Sure. You know, so but I, I mean, that kind of leads us into what we want to talk about today was brand building and, you know, what that actually means. I, I, I think that people really overthink building a brand yeah. um, or they don't think about it at all. Right. And there, there's very few people who really just do what they're supposed to do and how it's supposed to be done. Um, and just kind of, you know, they, they build it. Um, so do you, do you have, do you want to start? Do you, uh, I guess, do you know, um, how you would categorize or how would you define a brand? Uh, so Will says this perfectly. The brand is you. The branding is the marketing piece of it. That's like your colors. That's like, you know, uh, your business name, your tagline, things like that. But the brand in general is you. And so who are you? Right. And how do you want to convey that to your customers or your clients? And in real estate, there's, there's a segment of it that um, it needs you need to be more than you know somebody that just sits inside the house and fucking works right right you need to have more to you otherwise the brand won't stick because it doesn't resonate with anyone so although the brand is you you need to have you need to add some layers you need to have that and and um and 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 so that you know that's what I would say is like it's you. And then the branding is how you go about conveying that message of your brand. Yeah, and and that's why I think that a lot of people really um, kind of overthink what a brand is. 
is yep. they they think that it has to be more than them. They think that yeah. it has to be the branding aspect too and the marketing aspect and the sales aspect and the you know yeah and all of this combined and really it's not. It's who are you? What do you stand for, right? Cuz that's a big part of your brand. That's a big part of who you are is what do you stand for? And attra- that will attract the people who stand with you, right? Who agree with you, um, yeah, and want to do things, you know, because of that. Um, a lot of people don't understand, or they don't, they don't know what they stand for, though, mm-hmm. you know. And that's that's one of the biggest reasons why people can't come up with a solid brand, is yep. because they're so f- wishy washy and they flip flop on every single thing. They have no values. Um, Right. And they don't they don't know what they are, yeah. And and yeah, they don't know how to convey them and uh express them to the general public, I think. Yeah. And and so when I'm coaching Corey, right, one of one of my one of my one of my homework pieces for him was um, hey man, you need to uh you know, what is your brand? What how do you want to be seen in the public or in business or or whatever? And the first thing that he said was like, Oh, you know, gold and black, like black and gold colors and, and you know, this logo and that thing. It's like, no man, like what are your values? Who, who are you going to be working with? Because part of your brand is who you're going to work with, right? That's who you're attracting. People that resonate with your brand are your people. So don't worry about the colors. Don't worry about the name of it. Start with your values and who you want to work with because the most enjoyable thing in business is being able to pick and choose who you work with. Yep. That's like, that is the greatest thing in business. Um, you know, when you're working with a bunch of people that you don't like, for lack of a better term, you don't like, or you don't really resonate with just because you need the money. Um, you know, that's not a place you want to be in. It's a, it's a miserable existence. And what's even better than that though, is the, in, instead of having to pick and choose or getting to pick and choose, right? It it becomes everybody that's being attracted to you is your tribe. Yeah. They are people that you are going to choose, you know, yeah. to work with. So I, I think that's the better half of it. But like we didn't even come up with a logo. We didn't come up with colors until uh, – until really it was time to actually form the LLC. Yeah. Right. And then it was like, okay, let's, you know, let's do this because if you have a, a legitimate formation of a business entity, then you go with a logo, you go with colors, you, you know, do that kind of yep. thing too. But that has to be built around the brand. So once yeah. you've established your brand, which we did for the two, three years prior, right? Then, um, then you establish your branding, which is the colors and the logo and all of that. All, all of them, how, how you're, how you're speaking to your brand, how yep. you're conveying that message. And part of that message is like community outreach, yep. right? Like who, like that's part of branding is you need to educate people on your brand, who you are, what you stand for, uh, the types of groups that you support. Do you donate to, um, you know, uh, some Gleaner's Kitchens or do you donate to like, what are your whys or what are the causes that you stand for? Um, and that's, that's a big part of the branding. Uh, 
you know, a lot of people look at the flashy shit, like the colors and logo and stuff. And you should have that so that it's all, um, it's all the same, right? It's consistent. Uh, so that people know what they're looking at when they're looking at it. Um, and they instantly think about you. Right. But, um, uh, you know, the best marketing is when you go out and you do something for the community and they just see you out there and naturally it's like, Oh man, what do you do? Like last year when we were dropping off, um, Christmas gifts over to, uh, Canandaigua, um, uh, middle or elementary school, um, you know, nowhere in the emails or the setup were was she asking me like what I do for a living or anything. She was just grateful that we're donating. Right. And then we get talking when we're actually there, JP and I were delivering all of the presents and the baskets and stuff. Um, when we were actually there talking to her, she asked what we did. And that's an opportunity to go and talk about your business and what you stand for and, you know, why your brand should resonate with the community. Right. And I, yeah, I mean, that's a great point because, you know, what a lot of people do is they go and they'll say that they are a certain person in business, right? But then when they go on Facebook and they think, oh, it's just my my homies that are watching, right? They're a completely different person. And they're not, they're not really presenting that, um, I don't know if it's an image or a facade, but they're not presenting that they actually do care about those causes and stuff. Right. But, but they'll probably post a picture here and there just for the clout, yeah. you know, but really when you get to know that person, they don't stand for those things. And right. so that's why they have yeah. a wishy-washy brand that doesn't stick in the public yeah. eye. Well, and that's, and that's the big reason that like you and I don't believe in business pages. We have a business page so that we can, you know, do some ads or whatever we want to do at, at, at any given time. But the, um, you know, Which a lot of people will have, <laughs> no, we don't right now. I mean, that's, we haven't needed to fortunately. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I think a lot of people will use their business Facebook page or business Instagram for only that image that they think they want to put out. Yep. And then they have their quote unquote personal page. Well, it's like those people on the personal page are looking at you and they see your family and they see all this stuff and it's not congruent with your business page on the business page. You're talking about, you know, donating to vets. You're talking about you know, all, all this stuff, but you don't resemble any of that on your personal page. And so those people who would otherwise be, your top referring, uh, you know, friends, family, you know, that, that, um, they're going to start to realize that you're full of shit. And so your brand isn't going to be consistent. Um, whereas, you know, if you had a, uh, uh, just a personal page and you posted both personal and business content, right. That's congruency. You're being consistent on there. Like you don't need to post only business stuff. You don't need to post only personal stuff, right? It can be a mix and you can tailor that to however you want, but the branding is consistent and that's the important part. Right. And so when you talk about using social, uh, social platforms for brand building, right? It, I, I think that it's important. Um, I mean, obviously a lot of people do have both business and personal pages, um, which if that's you, that's fine. Um, if I did that, honestly, what I would do is if I had a business page, 
that's where I would post like my just listed, just sold type things, uh, which I think are silly anyway in the real estate space. But um, and then personal page would be everything else. Um, I don't I don't really agree with that, honestly. But I mean, I, here's the thing, though, is I, I don't be I don't agree with the, the business page. So I yeah, I mean, just coming from that perspective of I don't. I don't really know what I would post on a business page because I don't have one. I don't use it. I don't believe in it. Yeah. So what were you going to say though? No, like with the bit, like exact. I mean, exactly what I said before with the business page and with the personal page, you post the same shit, right? The only, in my opinion, the only, the only reason for the business page is so that you can run paid ads if you ever wanted to. Yeah. Right. And you can connect with other pages and things like that. And you, you can use it for, um, other uh other purposes like um for example if uh your brokerage has a website you know a lot of people will link their business page because the personal page can't be linked right right so so you have it for that reason but your messaging should be consistent on both pages so your education content right that's on your business page and your personal your uh entertaining content your impact content all three of those should be on both pages. And if there's one that you use more often, like your personal page, like I use my personal page a lot more often. Um, what I will do is I'll cross post that. So I'll literally post the same thing on both pages. Or if I post something on uh, my business page, I'll often link my personal page so that people can click over and see the personal page too. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, again, I just don't do that. So that perspective, I guess, is kind of gone. Um, but for running ads or something like that, you know, it would make sense. Um, but, yeah, I would I would definitely want, if somebody s- clicks onto my business page, I would definitely want them to see everything else, yeah. you know, not just real estate. So, I mean, that makes sense. No, and, a, and a lot of people, they underestimate you know, a lot of people want to be, um, they want to be secret agents. They don't want their life out there. They don't want people to know what they're doing. And I'm, I'm very big on that too. Like I don't, I don't post things the same day. Um, if, if I'm, if I'm in a certain location, I don't post that the same day just because that's like a privacy thing. That's a security thing. Um, but, uh, with that said, uh, I make sure that I post my family on there because people want to know and they want to connect with you and your family. They, they know you're a family person, right? They know that you like how many people, um, have, uh, flocked to us just since we have, just since we had kids. Yeah. Right. Like having, having a kid is like, everyone can connect with you at that point. And they're at they're they're following you raising your daughter and, and it opens it opens doors and conversations. There, so yeah, there there's a few things that people want to follow, and it's kids and dogs, basically kids and yeah. pets, I should say. Um, if if you're able to post those kind of things, you're gonna open up to a huge variety of people, and yeah. it it just resonates because other people have kids and pets, you know. Yeah. Even if it's yeah. horses or whatever, they have kids and pets. So if they know that you like that stuff too, like that's well and. And I mean, teachers that we had back in the day came out of the yeah. woodwork, never talked to us until we had kids. And now it's like, oh my God, you're a daddy. And, yeah. you know, and 
what opens the door, opens the conversation. And I think that's super undervalued in yep. business as a whole because people don't want their customers knowing their personal life. Yep. But if you're if you're doing shit in your personal life that doesn't that isn't consistent with your brand, you're you're gonna be found out anyway. Right. That's I, I think the new way of doing business now, the new way that people I, I think consumers are doing business now. Um, or purchasing from businesses is they're figuring out for one who is the CEO or the president or whoever of that company, right? Take First Form for example. If Andy yeah. Frisella and Sal were pieces of shit and didn't live anything that they uh, spoke about or preached about, right? Then they would be found out quick and people wouldn't do business with them. But they are who they say they are. They are who they say that the company stands for or what yeah. the company stands for, right? They, they live and breathe that. And so yeah. people want to do business with companies whose uh, employees and owners they can get behind. Yeah. Um, they, can, they, can, they feel good supporting that because they know that you're a real person, that you're genuine, that you, you also like cars, you also like kids and dogs and, you know, whatever. Like, yep. you know, they want to do business with real people that they feel good about supporting. Yeah. And, and that goes, I mean, that goes into the end, yeah. right? That is the end. And, you know, you put a post on our trailblazers group, um, about it and, you know, uh, Bryce, Bryce being a good example, like liking racing. Yep. Um, and, uh, and it's like, Hey, what is going to get people interested in you outside of just sales? Yeah. Because they don't give a shit. They don't care what you do, right? You need to get them to care about you before they care about what you do. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's the end. And, and so if you can connect with someone, they post a picture of a Lamborghini and you connect with them talking about the fucking engine and the horsepower and shit, right? Like that's, you got your foot in the door at that point. Now it might be a long game, but you're building the trust there. Yep. And in the, in the meantime, you're, you're building a friendship and a relationship with them. And what better people to do business with than the ones that you already have relationships with? Well, that that's the biggest piece right there. I'm glad you said that because, you know, it, it sounds like if you just say like that you're posting that you like cars or something just to connect with car people to sell them something, right? That sounds very artificial. It sounds yeah. it sounds transactional, right? But no, you're, what you're doing is you're actually putting this content out to show people that you're a real person. Here's what you like to do. Come talk to me about it, right? Let's let's be friends. Let's <laughs> let's form this real relationship. Um yep. you know, hang out, have uh have some drinks over at the raceway or something. You know? Yeah. And let's uh we we both value those things. So let's go talk about that. Let's hang out. Maybe we can start a new business surrounding that. Like there's all sorts of avenues that you couldn't go on, but the premise of it is that genuine relationship and friendship um, yeah. that then leads into other things. But it's not with the transaction in mind. It's with right. the relationship in mind. It's the intention yeah. of the relationship. A perfect example of this and with the kids is um, the Kenny Otos. I mean, they had their daughter uh, or no, their son. At the same time that Emily and I had Charlie. Yeah. And and so I'm posting on Instagram like the stories and stuff of like being up at three AM with Charlie, right? Or 
or, you know, the learning how to walk or whatever it was. And, um, Brittany had reached out to me because at that point they were looking to buy a house. And, uh, so in every, like I would sprinkle in real estate every once in a while, I do an educational video on real estate, so on and so forth. So it's not, I'm just a dad. Yeah. It's I'm a dad that also juggles real estate and I also juggle family and friends and everything else. And uh, they reached out because we had a connection that they had a son the same age as our daughter. And so going back and forth and just building that relationship eventually ended up getting into five sales. Yep. You know, and that was from, that's, from them. Yeah. From, yeah them. from them. And that's yeah. just a perfect example of, hey, we <clears throat> couldn't, we didn't know each other. Yep. We connected because we had babies at the same time and then we became friends and then it was like, hey, they trusted me uh, with real estate to go and refer me to all of their family. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it's definitely huge. The The intention behind the relationships is, I think, the most important thing. Um, now, moving forward, though, uh, I just I mean, I just want to touch on, I guess, the congruency because. Something that we've battled with recently, right? And I've talked about it. I've gotten in trouble on my social media for it. Actually, first, before that, will you talk about what you uh, talked about on the Trailblazers page about like the types of content? You you yeah. mentioned it briefly earlier, but um, the types of content, maybe, I don't know if you have percentages of maybe what you should post when or, you know, how much of... But uh, go into that a little bit because I think that's important. A lot of people, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to get my brand out there. I want to get me out there, but what do I post? Right. So yeah, and and um, that's that's a big reason that people are hesitant for you know going jumping on social media. They don't know what to post, and they feel like they're going to be stupid if they just go and post something. Yeah. So they end up going and posting their just solds or just yeah. listed. Um. You know, when I went to the 10 X Growth Con uh, in 2017, Andy Frisella was there, and there were two people that actually taught some real shit at that conference. The rest of it was bogus. It was a bunch of sales scams. Um, but Andy Frisella and Ed Milet were the only two that actually gave some practical insights and practical education, um, and and you know stuff you can go use. And so Andy's on stage and he's talking about content and he talks about the three kinds of content that sells. And the three kinds of content that sells are educational, entertainment, and impactful uh, content. And so um, educational content can be really around anything. You're educating a consumer base on whatever product it is, right? And so if you're a real estate agent, you're you're educating the you buyers or sellers or investors, whoever, whoever it is that you're kind of targeting yourself toward, um, you're educating them on what a 1031 exchange is or how to do a 1031 exchange or uh, what house hacking is, right? How to sell your house and then also buy a house to up, upsize, right? Uh, the process of buying a house or selling a house, so on and so forth. Or if you're trying to target like agent attraction, right? You educate on the benefits of number one, maybe the brokerage, but uh, you educate on content, you educate on 
uh, profit and loss statements, how to run a profitable business because a lot of people don't know how the fuck to do that, right? But you also might just be training agents on how to write a standard contract, yep. right? I got I got one of those right now. Um, he came over with us and he's at the point where he doesn't know how to write a contract. Um, and, and, uh, and then, yeah, so you could do it really around the consumer aspect or like another uh, agent and and educate them on something that you know. Yep. Um, you don't want to you don't want to try and educate on something that you don't know, but you can go learn about it and you can regurgitate it and say, just make sure that you say in the video, hey, I might not have a thousand percent understanding on this, but this is how I understand it from the research that I've done. And so because eventually you're going to start running out of things that to talk about, like you're going to forget things or mm -hmm. yep. whatever, right? Well, so and, you have to go and educate yourself in yeah. order to go and regurgitate that information. And here's the thing about us, right? Our, our profession in real estate is we got to be careful because we're not lenders. We're not mortgage loan officers, right? We're not attorneys. So we're not title reps. So while we might have some knowledge, keyword is some knowledge about that, we don't have the full scope of knowledge. So when yeah. you're trying to educate, you know, try your best to stick it around, like stay in your lane, if you will. Right. And, you know, just educate based on things that, you know, you've done, you have personal experience with. And yep. if you are kind of stepping out of that realm, just kind of preface that, um, yep. that, Hey, this might be out of my league a little bit, but you know, go confirm it with your preferred lender or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. so then you mentioned entertainment, Yeah, entertainment. I know, I know you, it's misconstrued. Well, we would, we would recommend that entertainment would be the least used. on the list, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, use least uh, on the list. And so, you know, types of entertaining content that you could do are, um, you know, maybe tell it like, if you're funny, um, you know, make fun of somebody in the industry, not a not a specific person you don't want to hurt any feelings um or ruffle any feathers but make fun of lawyers right because like everyone knows that lawyers are you know they don't and, work as hard as they say they do or, yeah. or whatever right an example um, of that is like uh you can say you know the five types of lawyers at the closing table yeah right and 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 make it sort of humorous right uh, a good example, tasteful. I, yeah, tasteful. I, I think a good example, well, I don't know. I'm not huge on the broke agent, uh, yeah. broke agent media, that is. Not broke agent himself, but the, the media that they have. It's it's a few of them, um, you know, and of course, they're very successful. They do what they do. They're great, you know. Here's the thing about them, and they'll even say it in their content, is a majority of their content is entertaining because they are funny people. They're brilliant and they know what sells. They know, uh, they understand SEO and things like that. Yeah. But the thing about them is they aren't, um, they're not making that content to stay real estate agents or right. necessarily for clients, right? They might get that as a byproduct a little bit here and there. But what's agent referrals? It's agent to agent, but more so what they're trying to do is they're trying to, be social media influencers. 
Mm-hmm. That is, that's the realm that, and, and they'll say that too, right? Right. So entertainment is, I, I think very, everybody thinks that the only form of entertainment though is being funny. It, it is comedy, right? I don't think that's true. And again, like you said, you have to, you have to toe that line of if you're, if you're poking fun at the industry or poking fun at types of agents or types of attorneys or lenders or whoever, right? Whatever the joke is for you, you just have to be careful because, again, yeah, <laughs> it, it, be, be careful and make sure I at mean, the end, make sure at the end or the beginning or in the caption or whatever, you have some sort of value. Um, you know, there are people that, you know, with the TikTok culture, like a lot of entertainment, quote unquote, is dancing. Yep. Um, it's dancing or it's half naked women or uh. You know, Will says this all the time, um, you know, at what was that place that he worked at? Uh, the fit, the supplement company that he yeah, worked at uh, fit Republic. Um, yeah. You can get a hot girl and put a, a blender bottle on her ass and you get a million views, but not sell a singer single bl- uh, blender bottle. Yeah. There was no value there, but you could do a video on uh, types of protein right? Or why that specific blender bottle is better than the rest, right? Or creatine, right? Think like something that's educational, but also maybe have some kind of entertainment in there. Yep. Like, I don't know what that would be for something like that. I'm not that creative. Um, but you, you just uh, have a hot girl in there holding the protein, <laughs> Sure, you know, yeah. and then something you like that to, like, to, yeah. to capture people's attention. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, the days of the days of of going on there dancing on the camera and doing some the latest fucking trend and shit um it's stupid it doesn't convert to sales and the whole point of content is not to put out content the whole point of content is to convert something yeah. whether it be into sales whether it be into uh execution and somebody's taking your advice on something and they go and execute on it and now they're growing their business um you know so you have to be able to convert it somehow some way and the only way to do that is to provide some kind of value. Yeah, and that to that point, there's a there's a dude on Instagram named uh, Brock Eleven Johnson. Brock, I think it's Brock Johnson. Um, but he he's like the TikTok coach or not TikTok coach, the Instagram coach, right? Mm-hmm. On reels and stuff like that. So what he does, and it's for him, it's brilliant, right? He's this like more or less dorky dude like skinny white dude that he he can dance a little bit you know so his his profession is social media uh uh optimization or you know getting views and stuff like that so helping people with social media he's a coach so he'll dance but in his dancing there's you know it's an overlay of content that is educational that helps yeah. somebody. So usually, I guess what I'm saying or what I'm trying to point out is if you're doing an entertaining post, dancing or something like that, make it educational as well. You can couple them, you know? Yeah. Um or 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 look at uh look at Taya DiCarlo. Right. Yeah. Taya DiCarlo is a, a um wonderful example of being entertaining yeah. but also educating, you know? She uses um vulgar language to capture people's attention and entertain them. And she, uh, 
she speaks in a way that's entertaining. She yep. makes jokes and and funny puns and stuff, but it's also educating some kind of consumer. Yeah. Um. And and so that's that's a really good form of um in like entertaining content. Yeah. Um. But I I certainly do think that entertaining content should be used the least out of any of them, um, unless you really know how to convert your entertaining content. Yeah. It's really and, hard to do. And and here's the thing too. I you know I learned this. I think and Avery maybe you have too. Is like if you're not a funny person. Don't try to be funny. You know, if you're not, if you don't have that comedic delivery, if you don't have that comedic timing and stuff, like don't, don't try to, unless you're so bad that it is funny, you know, where a lot of these like comedians, like stand up comedians where they're just so nerdy or they're just so bad that it's hilarious, you know? Yeah. Um, Unless you're one of them too. But if you're not funny, don't try and be funny. Step into the lane of you you know if you're more of a serious guy then step into that be that serious guy you know or just don't try and be entertaining (laughs) you know you can you can go into the educational content or the uh emotional content impactful yeah and it and it and it needs to it needs to fit your brand um like i said before your brand is you so if your entertainment content is not you and you're stepping into some other character yep right people aren't gonna see value in that and and they're gonna they're gonna know that you're being you're fake yep um so uh yeah moving on into the impactful content um this is your mission right like the days of just doing business to get money are over people don't care about that anymore and they don't want to do business with those people anymore um and so you need to have some kind of mission you need to go out and do good in the community. Um, and the content based around that should be what you're doing around the community, whether it's donating, whether it's, um, you know, uh, maybe like what last year or year before or whatever it was, we went and we talked to those, um, boy scouts about our military experience, right? That's a form of impactful content. That it doesn't it doesn't need to be I can't get my mic right. It doesn't need to be um, anything super extravagant or anything like that. Uh, like I think all we had was we put up a picture of the card that they wrote us and said thank you. Yeah. And we just posted a short uh, blurb about it saying you know we got asked to go talk to them about our experience in the military. Coolest thing ever. This is why we love doing what we do. Right. And, and people are drawn to that because they see that you're act, you play an active role in the community. And so that kind of content creates trust yep. and that trust will eventually convert into sales. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and you know, something like that, I don't even, I don't even remember how we ended up getting in touch with that guy. Uh, he, well, maybe he, he saw it on social media. Did he, or did he see, yep. uh, I thought he talked to Randy, my father-in-law. Um, and oh, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But either way he would, he, I mean, either way he may have talked to Randy because he saw us on social media and knew that we were connected. So, yep. I mean, social media is a big thing. I think not only, I don't, I don't think impactful 
can only be something like that, right? I think it can also be you're telling a story about I, I, I think I think of it more as like emotional, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're telling a story that is impactful or it draws to the emotions, right? So it's yeah. it's it's sticky in that sense where maybe you tell the story about, you know, something that you learned from a sibling or a, a family member passing away, your grandfather, right? What is the lesson that he taught you? And maybe mm-hmm. it's heartfelt, you know, yep. um, or, you know, something that your kid said that was like, it sparked this kind of realization in you, you know, yeah. maybe you need to be more present or you need to, you know, whatever the case is. So I think there's different types of, there's different ways to be impactful um, or appeal to the emotions um, yep. Than just going out and like doing the community outreach and showing that how that changed lives. That's an important part of it. You definitely want to show that too. Or you can keep that quiet because, you know, I'm I'm all for kind of like the quiet donator type thing. For right? sure. I, I, I think that it needs to be used carefully. Tastefully. You want to make sure you're not. Yeah. You're, you want to make sure that you're not um, boasting about, you know, like there are people that Oh, I donated a hundred thousand dollars to so and so, and um, you know people are uh, misled by it because they feel like you're just bragging. You don't want to about... be like you don't want to ha- try and put yourself up on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so as far as impact, you do want to show some sort of impact in the community, um, whether it's the community impacting you somehow, some way, um, or you doing good, and certainly doesn't need to be monetarily. Uh, you don't need to talk about specifics, um, but uh, maybe something you learned from it, yep. right? Or just throwing out a thank you, a public thank you, because as important as it was for them, it was also important for you, yep. you know? And and then, and then also, yeah, you want to make sure that you're appealing to the emotions of a reader or a viewer. Um, you know, that's why blog posts uh, like mom blogs are super popular. Because, um, you know, women in particular will, will, uh, you know, be drawn toward experiences that they're sharing with the, with the writer, right? you know, and, um, that's, that's an impactful blog. Yeah. It's, they connect with it. They, they connect, they resonate and it's, um, they're also, I mean, they're also living that, right? So for example, uh, the writer, the mom, for example, who's writing that blog, will then, <clears throat> you know, she she says, I'm trying to get things done around the house, but, you know, little baby doesn't want to be put down type stuff, right? Right, right? When, you know, currently, the mom who is reading it is also experiencing that same thing. So then, like, maybe da- down later in the blog, they say, here's what I learned about this. Or here's why I learned or what I learned about why they do this and how to overcome that emotion that the baby's feeling, you know? So it's, it is, it's, it's appealing to that emotion and appealing to uh, a resonation, I think, or I don't know, is that the word? um, They resonate with it. And so it's, it's important. I I had a, um, I had a, a post that did pretty well. Uh, that was pretty heartfelt to me, but it was heartfelt to a lot of other men too. Um, you know, when Charlie was, uh, infant and I was working all the time, 
you know, you, you come home and, and, you know, when they're, when they're just little babies, they sleep all the time and they go to bed super early. Um, and so you come home from work at five o'clock or whatever the time is, and then you put them to bed at six or six 30. But in the meantime, you're, you're making dinner, right? You're trying to give, um, you're trying to give attention to your spouse. Uh, you're trying to do all of these things, right? And, and, uh, it's, I, I put that post out there and I said, Hey, you know, they say when, when your baby cries at night, you shouldn't, you shouldn't rock them to sleep or you shouldn't, you know, always rock your baby to sleep. Um, but when you work all the time and you only get 45 minutes with your baby at the end of the night, uh, rocking the baby is what seems to, that's the only thing that seems to matter at that, that point in time. And, um, it was a very basic post I felt like, but it resonated with me because that was the time that I got with her. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that, that time was important to me. Uh, but so many other men like reached out to me and said, Hey dude, you know, I feel you, this is, you know, no truer words and, and, and whatnot. So, um, that's a good example of like an impactful post or impactful content just because it's something that I'm truly living through, but also a ton of other people are living through it too. And right then and there, it's not going to convert to a sale, but it's going to convert to a relationship. Yep. Right. And that's that door opening. And eventually that's a sale, mm -hmm. right? But, uh, it, you have to start with that story and you have to start with that relationship based on somebody resonating with your message. And so I think, I think, uh, um, a key, I, th I think a good indicator of putting like how, you know, if you're putting out the right content would be something like that, where you're receiving these messages, right? Maybe like, I know, I know for us, we get more messages than we do comments and likes. Yeah. Right. So if it's going down in your DMS, <laughs> that's, that's when you know, you're doing things the right way. People yeah. are actually reaching out and engaging to have a conversation with you instead of, the fire emoji or hard eye and eggplant emojis or, you know, whatever, yeah. like it's, yep. it's, you know, it's people actually want to have the conversations when you're doing it the right way. And when they yep. can tell what you care about, there's a, a quote, I just pulled it back up that I read, um, that I, I think is important for building a brand. And it says, if you don't give the market the story to talk about, they'll define the brand story for you. Right. So goes back to what we were saying earlier is like you have to stand for things and you have to know exactly who you are yeah. and what you what you stand for, what you do, how you do it, why you do it. And you have to define that because if you don't, then the market will for you. And that's that's a really good point. It's just. Yeah, that's it. You're, you're not defining an audience there. You know, you're not, uh, you're, if you try and please everybody, like, what wh what is it? Um, If I was trying to please everybody, I'd be selling ice cream. Yeah. You know, and even that wouldn't please everybody because you wouldn't have the right type of ice cream or it's going to be yeah. too cold or too warm or, you know, whatever. So like you have to create that story. And if somebody doesn't resonate with that, then it's not the story that they like, right? Which is yeah. fine. It's fine. We so when we were starting American Home Team, 
people told a story about us and our business that we were Republican. That was that was seemingly the only thing that was said about us. Uh, more or less extremist, um, right? Extremist, yeah, <laughs> Republican and, extremist, yeah. And so that was, and that was the story that was written about us before we had even jumped into uh, business with that name. That was like the con from conception to literally not even rolling it out yet. Uh, other agents and our broker and stuff were telling us that we were going to turn off the industry because that's how they would see us. That was the story written for us because we had the name Un American in it, right? And yeah. and apparently that's uh, d uh, divisive. Yeah. Um. And so so we said no, we got to fucking write this story. So we did. We ended up going out and we started sharing our message about like, hey, this isn't about division. This isn't about left, right, center. It doesn't fucking matter. This is about inclusion, right? This is about bringing everybody together and doing business with fucking everybody that's in America because that's what we care about. I'm tired of politicians and everybody else trying to divide us just because of simple words right. and, and language, right? We need to go out there and we need to actually bring everybody together. And sure, shit, one of our first fucking customers, uh, or, or clients rather, a customer of mine, but client of yours, was, um, what was he, Pakistani? Where is he from? Wait, what What one are you talking about? Um, on West Ave. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, I think Mal Malaysian or Filipino or something like that. Oh, he was. I didn't. I thought he was over. It, it was. It was some sort of Southeast Asian. Gotcha. Yeah. Regardless, immigrant, and he was one of our first closings yeah. under the under the team name, right? So, like, uh, you know, we're not turning anybody off by that because we're sharing our message, because we're sharing our story, and we're the ones that wrote our story. We're not letting any other motherfucker write our story for yeah. us. Yeah. So, uh, you know that. I mean, I'm I'm glad you wrote brought that up because that was us at one point before we started sharing our story they were sharing it for us they were trying to they were trying yeah. to and and i'll tell you what is and and this is my perception of that like how that uh happened how that all went down was i think that that was other people wishing that they had the fucking balls to step into that lane because they knew they wanted to right you look at you look at some of those people who are saying that they have veteran spouses, they have yeah. veteran family members, and they stand for those kind of things. They label themselves as a veteran friendly agent, and yeah. I I represent mostly veterans. Blah blah blah, right? But they didn't have the guts to say that they were American, yeah, or have American something in their branding or a flag right. or whatever. So. I, I think that that is a story that they're telling telling themselves about why they're not doing it, yeah, and trying to rationalize their decision, um, yep. or come to terms with their decision, and so it goes back to knowing exactly what you stand for. Because if we didn't know what we stood for, if we didn't stand wholeheartedly behind that, we would have floundered and just flopped over to calling it something else. The Hamilton yeah. team or, you know, whatever. And the base, so the basic bullshit. Yeah. Yep. And not had a brand identity that was congruent to who we were. 
Yeah. Um, because we let somebody else talk us out of that. So yeah. we, I guess we are lucky, lucky being used lightly that maybe we're hard headed or arrogant or whatever, but we know exactly what we stand for. And that became, uh, American home team now. Right. And then American cleaning company and American, anything else that we choose to pursue yeah. because it's going to stay consistent, you yeah. know, because that is who we are. We know what we stand for. We know our, our values and beliefs and, and, uh, you know, how we like to show up in the community and to our clients and all of that. So, um, and we know that it's for the good, <laughs> yeah. you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just other people's perception and their skewed thinking based on a divisive political, um, you standpoint. know, yeah, theater standpoint or whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, what else do you have on branding? Do you have anything else? No, man. Uh, you know, just be you, you are the brand, um, and figure out how to convey that to consumers. And that's it. Yeah, like that. Like it's as easy as that. Figure out your values. Figure out your why. Figure out what you stand for, um, and figure out how to convey that. Yep, that's that's brand. I think if if we wanted to touch on branding just a little bit, um, we're running up close to an hour here. So, yeah, and I gotta I gotta get headed. Yeah, uh, real quick, just on branding, like your colors and your logos and stuff. Take a second to really think about. For one, once you figure out exactly who you are, you you have to you have to try things. You know, Gary Vee yeah. says taste things to know if you like it. Like what shapes do you like as a person? You personally, like what shapes do you like? What colors do you like? And then you I mean, I guess you could look up colors and like what they what they mean, right? There are a lot of purple is royalty, you know, red is power, you know, things like that. You could think about it like that if you wanted to, but more or less for us, what colors do you like? What shapes do you like? How do you, do you like it to be clean and simple or do you like something in depth and, you know, robust? Like, Artistic, yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you, are, are, do you want like a bunch of details in your logo or do you just want clean <laughs> cut lines yep. and uh, super, super simple? For us, um, it's the same, it's the same um, fonts. Same color as uh, like the American flag, same color as the American flag. Um, we use the same fonts for everything uh, from our cleaning business to our real estate business. And uh, it, it needs to be congruent with the American flag. Yep. Um, but most of our cover art and things like that is very simple. It's a white background with the red, white, and blue uh, letters or um, picture, whatever. Uh, it, it, it's those, it's those colors. It's, it's that simplicity because we like the clean cut, simple lines. Yep. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. I, that was a, I don't know if that was a Freudian slip or something, <laughs> something, but it, um, uh, okay. So yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to touch on branding for a second, just because the, you know, the brand is the biggest part, but branding is also important. Um, a lot of people if if you have if you have bad branding a lot of people one i mean they won't recognize you two yeah. you won't stand out or three they don't think you're professional yeah. right that them being your audience whoever you're trying to reach out to or the market if you will yeah. so 
if your if your branding is just sloppy and you know you use too different much colors or, for everything yeah they don't know yeah. they don't know what you stand for they don't know what you do they don't they, can't they don't know tell. what to look out for yep like your consumers have no clue what to look out for and they don't they don't they'll see a picture and they're like they're like oh that was avery hamilton real estate that's different you know why is it all fucking black and silver yeah you know yeah. and like that's not like i wear a lot of black my wall is black but my branding on like my business and shit isn't isn't black it's fucking right. red white and blue that's yep. it yep um which i mean yeah I, th I think that's important so i just wanted to touch on that real quick but otherwise if you don't have anything else on brand or brand building um <clears throat> i think i think that's it. i think we touched on mostly everything um yep. if you guys have any other points that maybe you want us to include in in future episodes or anything like that let us know um otherwise uh you can go check out our youtube channel um for all things living in finger lakes too i just want to plug that uh it is youtube.com slash now now you can use the handle so it's at um uh living in the finger lakes ny um and you can find it on there um we are posting everything about living in the finger lakes comparing towns cost of livings um things like that uh so yep. there's definitely value on that channel um and then you can check out the legion of impact youtube channel where all these videos are going to be posted too so um so we are recording audio and video for these so um that being said if you got nothing else i got nothing else we genuinely appreciate like you guys subscribe. yeah make sure you like and subscribe for uh the podcast and our social medias and everything that we've got here um we appreciate you guys listening in if you made it this far we super appreciate you um and leave us a message or, or send us a comment or something on what you want to hear us uh banter about next uh you know next episode or any follow-on episode um because we will be doing this a lot more hopefully i'm trying to see if we can bring the podcast out to colorado with us maybe I don't know. we'll see so yeah um anyway We'll talk to you guys later. We appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. See ya.